everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us here on a Tuesday morning, the 10th day of March, 2020. <laughs> you just reached for, is that the volume control you're reaching yeah. for? Yeah. I thought you were trying to reach for Mind your own business, to, pal. I thought you were trying to be funny. No, that's all. I'll save that for later. <laughs> Welcome to the show. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. And we are ready for what we like to call a Tuesday show, including a game of streaming dumbass. Hey, you want to go see Tool on Saturday? Of course you do. Don't be stupid, you idiot. We will give you a chance to go to that Tool show coming up a little bit later on this morning as well. Plus, tickets to our free act show. We'll have tickets to the Big Sky Tournament that is happening in downtown Boise all this week. We talked to the conference. Why is his name escaping me all of a sudden? The commissioner. That's what Tom. It Tom Risky. No, he, I knew his name. I oh. was trying, the, the word commissioner just flew out of my head. Commissioner! Uh, right about the time. And then, you know what got me back there? It's like... I know that I called him something that used to star Michael Chiklis on TV and was called the Commish, and that's how I got back there. This is how my mind works, everybody. Yikes. There's always some sort of pop culture reference that brings me back to where I need to be, Uh, which we may talk about today on the show. We had an interesting conversation off air yesterday, and I think we we should bring it on the air this morning. (laughs) Oh, you're right. We should. Which one? We have tons of of conversations off air. Some of them not appropriate. Specifically, uh, the one we were having about movies yesterday. Do you remember? In your office, we talked about it briefly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about that on the air today as well, uh, because I think it's an interesting topic. And I was doing some thinking about it, and I think I have an answer for second place. Oh, good. For us. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on this morning as well, and we'll have uh, some additional fun and excitement as we go on. And hopefully, at least... If I have my way, for the next four hours, you will be entertained, Treasure Valley. Aren't we, aren't we entertaining every day? What the hell, man? As Russell Crowe once said, are you not entertained? Both his arms outstretched. Right. With swords. And, uh, and that's when Joaquin Phoenix looks at him and then gives him the thumbs down. You son of a bitch. Commodus. And so, uh, we're going to try to get the thumbs up from you, our collective Joaquin Phoenix. The Treasure Valley. Uh, as we move forward today, we got some important stuff on the way, but let's play some jams. Here's some Aerosmith for you. It's Sweet Emotion on the morning after with Nick and Big J and the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by Carrington College. Hey, hey! Start realizing your full potential with Carrington College's diverse range of affordable in demand certificate and associate degree programs at their Boise campus. Hands-on training taught by experienced professionals in the field, and they have externships to provide real-world experience to help prepare you for that first day on the job. To learn more, visit carrington.edu. Talked a little bit about this yesterday, but as each day goes on, dude, there are more and more companies around the United States that are encouraging employees to ditch the commute from work and work from home to prevent the spread of the coronavirus and other crap. But for millions of Americans, it's it's just not an option, including yours truly and you as well, Big J. Now, yeah, we're not no Kevin and Bean. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the ability to just not uh, come in. We and don't have ISDN lines talk in our to house. People. We could if we had, like, home studios and stuff. But who's got the money for that? We work in radio. We can't afford home studios. You understand what I'm telling you? It's insane. These things are not cheap, right? Right. Uh, plus, people who work in industries like retail, dining, that kind of stuff, uh, you don't have the option to log on and do your job from home. 
The Bureau of Labor Statistics stated that only about 29% of American employees did their job any kind of remotely as of 2018. And those who tended to do better were better educated and wealthier. And so that's the gap that people are trying to deal with right now. You know, if you have a lot of money, it's easy to work from home. If you have a job that doesn't do that kind of stuff, you know, you're the people that actually make this country go, Big J. You cannot work from home. And therefore, you're stuck out there in the workforce. Slaving away, trying to get by, and then getting sick in the process. What the hell? Yeah, no kidding. I don't like it. Uh, they don't feel like that number. They feel like more and more companies are going to tell your pe- their employees to work from home, but the ability to do so may not change at all. So some of us are just kind of screwed. Got to come into work no matter what. You understand? And to those, we say our apologies. It sucks. We know. But at least, hopefully, you're doing a job that you like. Maybe. NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer announced a joint statement last night that they are closing access to locker rooms and clubhouses to all non-essential personnel, including members of the media, because of the coronavirus. Media will still have access in other designated locations. The league say change is temporary, but it's not clear how long it'll last. NFL isn't part of the statement because it's their offseason and they're not currently holding any practices, but they have been involved in talks as sports leagues are having the coronavirus issues across the world. And so now people are just going to not allow you into things. So less access, less information, and that's just the way it's going to have to be. Sorry. Didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but the star of The Exorcist and The Seventh Steel has died at 90 years old. Max von Sydow, Big J, who you remember most from what? Um, probably Judge Dredd. Yeah. The 65-year career... He's been in lots of stuff. ...spanned genres from art house to blockbuster to TV. Most recently, uh, he was in Star Wars The Force Awakens. He was also the three-eyed raven in Game of Thrones, Big J. You remember that? And he also voiced the character on The Simpsons. Uh, of course, he had been in the business for a very, very long time and had a lot of iconic roles. And you know what? When you're doing something for 65 years... Good job, right? I mean, 90, decent run. You happy with that? Yeah, that's pretty good. Still heartbreaking. Uh, then he passed away on Sunday. He's survived by his widow, Catherine Von Saito, and he has four sons who survive him as well. May a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we'll do some Send Nudes action. Hold on for that. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Still on Amazon Prime, we're kicking that around these days as we have reached the end of Netflix uh, until they start getting a whole bunch of new movies in. It just becomes pointless and we're, we're basically just spitting into the wind, Big J. And so we have ourselves an opportunity to jump on Amazon Prime and grab some movies that maybe Big J hasn't come in contact with in his personal life or his professional life. We select three movies, we strip away the stars, the director, the studio that brought you stuff, and we're left with just something called a plot description. In some cases, it is very brief. In other cases, we have some more details. It is up to Big J to select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period based solely on these plot descriptions. Big J, and today's theme, Star Power. Star Power, I would say in each one of these movies, there are at least two, sometimes three to four character actors that you are familiar with in this particular world, okay? Okay. First one is a very brief plot description. We get a little bit more for the second two, okay? Movie number one. A disgraced cop finds himself in a race against time to find a kidnapped victim whose abductor he accidentally killed. Oh. Movie number two. 
A biologist and former soldier joins a mission to uncover what happened inside Area X, a sinister and mysterious phenomenon that is expanding across the American coastline. Once inside, the expedition discovers a world of mutated landscapes and creatures as dangerous as it is beautiful that threatens both their lives and their sanity. That's Far Cry, the movie. It is not. And movie number three. 30 years after serving together in the Vietnam War, three men reunite for a different type of mission. Along the way, the three men find themselves reminiscing and coming to terms with the shared memories of a war that continues to shape their lives. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Let's do movie number one. Movie number one it is. What was it that tied you into it? Um, it was I don't the know. shortest of the three? It sounded a little more uh, a little more action-packed. Uh, I will say this. Uh, yeah, we're kind of in different genres. One was action, two was uh, sci-fi, three was supposed to be comedy, although from its description does not sound like Yeah, it sounds sad. At all. Uh, movie number two was called Annihilation. That stars Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. Actors I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah, Star Wars. Uh, Movie number three was called Last Flag Flying. That stars Steve Carell, Brian Cranston. Actors I'm sure you're familiar with, right? Star power, you're right. Uh, And movie number one, which is the movie you will be seeing, is called Line of Duty. Starring Aaron Eckhart and Dina Meyer. Oh. You're familiar with Aaron Eckhart. I did not get the star power version. Well, Aaron Eckhart's a star, I yeah. guess. Used to be. I mean, Two-Face, Dina right? Dina Meyer, though. Dina Meyer. Star Troopers. Star Troopers. Troopers. You're absolutely correct. And that is where uh, probably she is most recognized from. So, uh, Big J will be watching an Amazon Prime film called Line of Duty. He will give you the review 24 hours from now. If you want to play the home game, that's the movie you want to watch. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. One of the largest supermarket chains in the country, Albertsons, has filed paperwork to take it public on the New York Stock Exchange, Big J. One would wonder, with the Dow Jones acting like it is, is it a smart time to go public? No, I don't know. Or, buying low, selling high, usually the way to go, right? That's how you make money. Yeah. In a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the company listed several drivers of the current momentum. These include sharpened in-store execution, increased own brands penetration, investment in stores and technology capabilities, and continued focus on productivity and conductivity in the workplace. They also uh, listed their competitive strengths, which includes well-known banners and prime locations, among others. The filing also addressed risk factors in investing. The first one relates to various opening operating factors and general economic conditions that affect the food retail industry, but they feel like this is the time to take it to the streets, Big J. So now you can be a part owner in Albertsons, or at least an investor in Albertsons. If you're wow. If you're interested, once the uh, company does go public, we'll see how that works out for them. Some companies enjoy it, other companies do not. But when a private company comes public, it becomes... Hmm. It's a different world. Agree or disagree, Big Jim? Uh, definitely, because you have some people who aren't maybe doing the day-to-day operations and business and, and uh, that are making decisions. There's that, and then there's also the fact that you now have stockholders and yeah, numbers those are the I'm talking about. that you have to, you know... Yeah, but they're not in charge of anything, and they're not making any decisions. Well, you certainly... Uh, certainly decisions are made to appease them. Absolutely. Uh, because you have forecasts that you have yeah. to hit in order to make your stock price go up. And so suddenly, we, the numbers that were private become public, and 
if you don't hit numbers, it becomes much more drastic of a negative to your stock price than it would in a private company. So we'll see how it changes, but it's a pretty big deal, and it's happening soon. As the football world waits to see where Tom Brady will land, if it's the Patriots or somebody else, the quarterback announced a very different venture Monday. The launch of his very own Hollywood production company, Big J. Hollywood! Called 199 Productions, it will look to develop original content, including documentaries, feature films, and TV shows. The name refers to Brady being picked in the second round. He was the 199th selection in the 2000 NFL Draft, Big J. Do you get it? Yeah. Number 199 overall. It's pretty funny. Brady will also be teaming with Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo. And one of their projects will be something called Unseen Football, which Deadline says is a 3D adventure documentary that takes viewers into the invisible realms of football. What do you think, Big J? Interesting. Yeah. 3D adventure documentary? Well, I already 3D turns you off. I know that much. But does the fact that Tom Brady is doing it turn you right back on again? Oh, yeah. All right. All the way on. So against 3D, unless it's Tom Brady's very masculine body in 3D, then you're... <laughs> the Coachella Valley and Music and Arts Festival will reportedly be postponed from April to October thanks to the coronavirus. Rolling Stone and Entertainment Tonight have both reported that the festival is moving, while Billboard has stated that organizers will know within 48 hours if the festival can be moved or will have to be canceled outright. The event, which takes place in Indio, California, on the weekends of April 10th and April 17th, is expected to be postponed to October 9th and 16th. The lineup was supposed to include a headlining performance from Rage Against the Machine. Uh, that happened as the Coachella region confirmed three new cases of the coronavirus on Monday. An estimated quarter of a million people attend Coachella each year at the Empire Polo Club, which is two hours outside of Los Angeles. Several other major festivals have been affected by the coronavirus outbreak, including South by Southwest in Austin and the Ultra Festival in Miami. And we'll be talking about another band that postponed their tour in the next round of important stuff as well. So this thing is just happening all around us and postponing pretty much everything. Hey, on 100.3, the X rocks. We are going to India for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Thank you, India. 20-year-old Pawan Basvar is a student over there in India, and for the last three months, man, his mouth has been killing him. Oh, no, man. Teeth? Just. The teeth pain? Just in pain, swelling. I mean, it just has been bad news bears, right? Right. So, uh, finally, he decided, you know what, I'm going to go to the dentist, and I'm going to see what's going on. So, he went to a dental clinic in the Cargon District. And he was complaining and telling the dentist about his plane. He's got swelling. He also saw some development of blisters in his mouth. And he's like, I don't know what's going on here, man. It's it's just not it's not good. I don't like it. doesn't feel great. Man. So the dentist looked inside and was like, listen, I'm going to yank that tooth out of your head. You understand? And so he's like, cool, put me under and uh, let's get this done. And so the dentist decided to pull out the tooth from his skull. And that's when something that had never happened in the history of mankind has happened, Big J. Oh, man. No. <laughs> what happened? Dr. Saraba Cervista. What came out of the tooth? Conducted the examination and removed his tooth. And he pulled out a tooth that measured 1.53 inches long. 
and one and a half inches long? Yeah, more than one and a half inches long. Like, you have to see this thing. It this looks guy, like a is snake. Is it a fang? <laughs> it looks like a fang almost. It does. Because, you know, when you when you pull out a tooth, it's got some nerve endings in it, so it's a little bit longer than you think. Right. Because oh. it's got to be in your skull a little bit. But the average tooth, just to give you an idea, is anywhere from a quarter of an inch to maybe even just like somewhere a little bit under, even the longer ones, a little under half an inch long. So this one an inch longer than the normal tooth, right? And he found out that it did break the Guinness World Record for longest tooth pulled from the mouth of a human being. That was crazy. Uh, and the dentist, when he when he saw the tooth, he was like, I kept pulling and it kept coming. He said it was the craziest thing I have ever seen and had ever been a part of. He had noted that uh, that's what would cause the swelling for sure. The nerve ending was probably rubbing up against other parts of his jawbone. And that's where the blisters were coming from as well because the nerve ending at the end of this tooth was pretty dang pokey. And it was coming out basically his gum line, Big J. So watch out. Ah, oh, man. Uh, the student was 20 years old. So basically, this thing had, he feels like it had been kind of still growing his entire adult life. Now, the question becomes, is he going to have more teeth like this? And the dentist is like, I don't know, man. We should probably throw an x-ray underneath there. But they didn't have any at that particular dental clinic. So uh, just a reminder how nice it is to have uh, somewhat... While expensive as it is, the dental and healthcare in this country still having a dental x-ray every once in a while is a good thing to knock out of the park. Man, the fact of how easy it is. They just sit there. They swing the thing around. Boom, boom. You're done. Right. Right. That's usually how most x-rays work. You sit there. I mean, there's not well, some other... Well, usually you got to go to another huge room. you got to put on a lead vest. <laughs> yes. You don't have to do that stuff anymore. Uh, well, sometimes you do. Depends on what you're getting extra. And and they can see it right away. Absolutely. Doesn't take very long to get those results back at all. If you were wondering, the previous record is a 1.46-inch tooth that was pulled out by a German dentist named Dr. Max Lucas back in 2017. So maybe our teeth are just getting longer, Big J. What does it say about us? Is that some sort of weird, like, a calcium thing? I think this is two cases. I think all you right. can relax. But it's just interesting that both of them have happened pretty recently, you know? Yeah. Makes me wonder if our teeth are still growing. When was the last time you had a dental x-ray, Big J? You probably do for one here pretty soon. Here we go. Another record coming soon. No, 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 no. I got no mouth pain. I'm good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. Stone Temple Pilots, that is Cracker Man here on the morning after with Nicky Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. It was a conversation yesterday that all started thanks to an article on the AV Club, Big J. It was a question that was posed and it was an answer that we had pretty quickly. And the question was, uh, what movie do you quote the most in your life? And, you know, uh, this show, The Morning After, since the, the its infancy... The ha- dawn of time. ...has been all about pop culture. Agree or disagree, Big J? Agree. From the guests that have been on the show, to broadcasting live at Comic-Con, to doing all sorts of stuff that has been a large part of popular culture, movies, television shows, all that kind of stuff. We're hip and cool. And so, uh, things that we do a lot or make movie references during the course of this program. And both of us came to the conclusion that on the air, there is one movie that we quote the most. It's probably, I would say, on average, maybe one reference a show. Sure, and it really ties the show together. And that, of course, would be the movie The Big Lebowski. Uh, it is a movie that both Big J and I love very much. 
and we enjoy it and we quote it a lot we talk about lines from it we we encourage people to check it out we've done screenings of it uh back when we were doing our golden ticket screening if you remember mm-hmm. so uh we were not messing around when it comes to that movie but then we were sitting in your office yesterday and we were like what would be number two yeah that was a tough one and it was a tough one because we threw out a couple ones and and none of it really you know kind of stuck you had mentioned the pace picante commercial as maybe the thing that we referenced the most but then i was thinking about it last night and i think i have a number two that we forgot about okay uh dirty work we talk about dirty work a lot and sometimes it's not exactly one of those movies that a bunch of people are familiar with but you and i know that we're referencing literally saturday night was talking about this on the air about dirty dirty work? work yeah I was explaining to people what dirty work was and that they should be watching it because <laughs> you'll never understand what I'm talking about if you don't see the movie. It's it's a wonderful film and it is very quotable. Uh, you would like to quote G7 a lot, Street Fighter Man. That, that's what, yeah, that's pretty much what, what the conversation was about. <laughs> G7! Uh, which is a Chris Farley line in the movie. Uh, but we also love to quote the Don Rinkle scene in that movie a lot. We do that during the course of the show from time to time. How are you doing in there, ice cream? And uh, and so sucking sand. <laughs> so we we do enjoy that very much. Uh, I love uh, Norm Macdonald, and so that's a fantastic film. And I thought that was one that we do it. But in my, I was thinking like in my personal life, I do it. We do it all the time too. Just when we're talking to each other, like I quote Clerks all the time. I realize that that there's more uh, like a Christmas story stuff comes around around Christmas time a ton gets quoted. Yeah. I, of course, I, quote Tenacious D movie all the time, too. I quote uh, Lethal Weapon yep, a you lot. Do. Go, Go Spit uh, is one of your favorites. You, the dumbest you, thing ever We said. also, uh, you know, Predator is something that comes up a lot yeah. in, in our conversations as well. And so it is one of those deals that when you, you live by pop culture, it is hard for that stuff not to soak up into your conversation and become something that you reference a bunch. And then you and your friends probably have movies that you reference that nobody else does too, like inside jokes kind of thing. Right. Uh, like I know my best friend and I, Brian, we reference a movie that not a lot of people have seen, but we reference it all the time, and it's called Safe Men. And if you have a chance, you should see it. It's Steve like, Zahn, right? Uh, Steve Zahn, yep. Mark Ruffalo, one of his first movies ever done, and it's absolutely hilarious and awesome, and we reference it all the time. And so uh, it, it's difficult, but it shows how important that movies and pop culture can be. So hopefully we think that if you're a fan of pop culture, that's why we think that you like the show. Especially if you're just maybe coming in or you haven't picked it up before. is You'll understand some of the movie references. And then other times Big J will make references to movies <laughs> that only he and I have watched in our entire life. That's not true. Other people have watched them. <laughs> but, but it's so, it's it is, so it, it is not mass appeal <laughs> right. stuff. Right. Like you'll, uh, you'll, what's the, uh, the Joe Piscopo movie you love to reference? All the time, where they're selling like siding and stuff like that. J- James Belushi and uh, Joe Piscopo. You love that movie. I thought maybe I'm not, now. I'm Joe thinking. Piscopo? I'm isn't Joe Piscopo? Pisco- isn't Joe Piscopo in it as well, along with James Belushi? Their salesman. No, I don't know what you're talking about, oh, man. No, it's, it's, it's some weird reference that you make all the time, and I I haven't never seen the movie, which is why I'm getting confused. As oh right, yeah. It. I'll have to. Well, have to it'll, it'll come around. It's got naturally. men in it somewhere. I know that's in the title. It's like man or men or something like that. Oh, you're talking about real men. Real men. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Who's you're talking that? about John Ritter. John Ritter. And who else? Is Belushi in that too? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. Why. Jim Belushi. Uh, and so that's uh, that's one that Big J will reference from time to time, and I have no idea. I mean, not many about. people have seen that movie, and For- it's a damn shame. <laughs> so don't feel bad if you reference movies, is our point. We uh, essentially have made a living doing it. Here's traffic. Using other people's ideas as our own, Big J. Isn't that fun? 
Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That's what the show is built upon. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is on the way in a few minutes. Uh, some tool tickets on the line with Pop Culture Smackdown, too. But we're going to uh, go on inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center here, see what's going on. Newsfeed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Agree or disagree, Big J. Social media, not the place you're looking to be if you're if you're extra sensitive. <laughs> Unless you have a death wish. <laughs> Probably not even the, the place you want to go for if you're looking for, you know, thoughtful content. Either. Yeah. Uh, and, and this kind of just drives the point home. Although I would say you're certainly less sensitive than most, Big J. Like, for instance, uh, there are a lot of people that are upset that, that Instagram users are using uh, coronavirus filters currently. Uh, to what some people say, poke fun at the illness. Where do you lie on that particular argument? Uh, well, I mean, you mean making fun of the illness? Well, I'm, I mean, like, like, you know, the filters, that, like, there's some filters that, like, you know, will put a mask over your face. There are others that will actually, you know, you, the, the the big thing on Instagram stories now is you just show your face and then it kind of rotates and it tells you, like, what Disney oh, character are you? Yeah. And one of them yeah, is, like, will you die from the coronavirus? And it goes, you know, and it gives you a couple of options, like a magic eight ball kind of a thing. Yeah. And then there are others that show like green molecules flying around your around your face at point and things that say coronavirus. And unfortunately, like because of my job, I'm not allowed to be insensitive. <laughs> so, um, I, I I don't really post any opinions anymore. Uh, being beaten down by the man, I guess. In fact, I was I was returning somebody's text message here about the fact that right, right now our, our transmitter, we're having some issues, you, uh-huh. can, you can hear. And I was about to type out a joke about how the transmitter has coronavirus. And I'm like, oh, wait, you know what? That might be kind of make people feel weird and it might be insensitive, so I shouldn't do that. Yeah, jokes about things that are killing people tend to uh, seem off color. Yeah. But I'm glad you second thought. I mean, it didn't prevent you. No, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. But that was an example of how you have to be responsible. Well, right. This is you you are giving an example of what you wanted to do as a person and then what you didn't do because you you think it wouldn't be. This was for educational purposes. Gotcha. So there's that. But you personally, it appears, don't have a problem with it. But you feel like professionally you can't do it. Exactly. I see. Uh, uh, many on the social media app have slammed the uh, app for it being inappropriate. Some of the creators argue that filters can help people learn how to prevent the spread of the virus. Not sure how the is the coronavirus going to kill you. Just stay at home and get on your phone. It's going to prevent, educate anybody on anything. But, I mean, I guess maybe. Uh, it all depends on how dark your sense of humor is, I suppose. And uh, where that lies for you. Some people certainly would be upset. I'm guessing if you know somebody or are familiar with somebody that has coronavirus, it would be fairly offensive to you, yes? Uh, even more so if you know somebody who's, who's died from it. Right. As with anything, uh, I have found the more time on my earth, the closer you are to a particular subject, the less funny you think it is. Yeah, but then on the other hand, though, every now and then, like a good Alzheimer's joke for me gives me some levity. Uh, you know? Right, right. Of course. So it, it's, it, it's all within the person and, and how they take things. It all it depends where it's coming from, yeah. in, in what context it's being said, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, there's a lot of mitigating factors that come into things like that. And sometimes humor is what makes us pull out of whatever doldrums we're in. Absolutely. But in most cases, it just makes us pissed off. 
The NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and Major League Soccer announced a joint statement last night. Nobody's getting into their damn locker rooms. That includes press. They're shutting things down because of the coronavirus. They want as little access from the outside world into their locker rooms as possible. The league saying the change is temporary, but it's not exactly clear how long that will last. Obviously, the NFL not involved in any of this stuff because they're in their offseason, but we'll see what ends up happening and when this thing gets lifted. But for now, just don't expect as much news coming out of the major sporting events as you've had the last couple of weeks because of this. It might be great. It might be nice. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, we'll see what ends up happening, of course. Uh, it could lessen the impact of the things that are happening. But, you know, th- there's all the social media stuff, too. So there'll be plenty of news and all that kind of stuff going on. Uh, we talked about uh, Coachella last hour. This hour, we're talking about Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam has officially postponed its previously announced U.S. Spring Tour. Due to concerns over the coronavirus, the 16-day trek in support of the band's upcoming Gigaton album was scheduled to kick off in just a few days in Toronto and then wrap up next month in Oakland. The band announced the tour postponement in a social media post and said that they will just just postponement. They're not canceling anything. But, of course, the safety and well-being of their supporters is their top priority. So they said it is with deep frustration and regret that they are forced to make this unfortunate set of announcements. And I feel like we're just scratching the surface of this. Do you agree or disagree with that? Man, yeah, it's unfortunate. God, it's unfortunate. I mean, it seems like everything is getting postponed or moved onward from. I mean, South by Southwest, Coachella. Yeah, how far are we going to push these things out? Like, the space-wise, I mean, we got stuff coming up in May. Yeah. Where the big festival season's really kicking off. I don't know, but so. what's going to happen is either it's going to, the either the end of this year is going to be nuts, where just everything is happening, or things are just going to have to get, I mean, here's the other side of this, is some of these things are going to have to fall by the wayside because some of these bands are playing multiple versions of these things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some of them have tours, and then they're also supposed to play Coachella, and then they're also supposed to do all this other stuff. And it's like not all of this stuff is going to be able to be just smushed into the end of this year. So it's it's creating a real scheduling issue. I mean, I don't remember this being this dramatic with SARS and the swine flu and a lot of the other, you know, viruses that uh, were, were, you know, explained as pandemics. Yeah, I think this one is a little bit different because of the rapidness of the spreading and then also the, the kill rate percentage is higher. And so there there is all those things. While the number of cases aren't as much, it's the percentage that freaks people out and the fact that in other countries, they're already overwhelming the medical, uh, you know, abilities there. And so if it gets here in that particular rate where we have less doctors per people than some of these countries that are already shutting things down have, it's going to be a real problem. And and so there's that. And and I think people are just erring on the side of caution, period, dot the end. So there's all this stuff going on. And airborne illnesses freak people out, man. It's the way it goes, I suppose. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Is that stopping you and me from coming into work, my friend? Not right now. No, it might, though. Wouldn't that be nice? Morning after with Nick and Big J. Down on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and Pop Culture Smackdown here is brought to you by Carl's Jr. The new BFC Angus Thick Burger Carl's Jr. can't make your job more rewarding, but it can make your lunch more satisfying. We've got tickets, Nick, to Tool. That's happening Saturday out at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. Also, the Big Sky 
basketball tournament. Both men's and women's happening this week at uh, CenturyLink Arena, Nick. And we have got your Women's Session 2 tickets today. So this kicks off at noon and goes all day long. These tickets uh, get you in for the whole thing all day today. And uh, you just need to beat Nick here in Tool versus Tool. Tool versus yeah. Tool. Uh, our, our wonderful listeners will have to answer questions about the band Tool. Nick, you will have to answer questions about Power Tools. Oh, gosh. Easy win today for you guys. Nah, don't, don't, you know, I think you'll be okay. 287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play our little game. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Good morning. How you doing, sir? What's your name? My name is Robbie. All right, Robbie. Good luck. Name one of the four members of the band Tool. What was that? Name one of the four members of the band Tool. Maynard Keenan. Right. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, Nick, the most popular woodworking tool used for carving work, joinery, and cutting edges, among other things. Is it a router? A table saw or a joiner? Uh, I, I would guess table saw. No? No. Wrong. That's a, not the most popular no, tool? No, it's a router. I don't even know what a router is. It routes things. It routes the internet. Yeah, That's routers what I know are pretty does. much the most versatile tool out there. Most people who are even halfway serious about woodworking have a good selection of them right. for different jobs. Is it a power tool? Yes. What, is it, what does it look like? Uh, well, I'll find a picture here for you. You don't know, do you? Uh, congratulations, man. Uh, you get to go check out Tool on Saturday, and you got some tickets to the Big Sky Conference Tournament. Hang on one second, dude. We'll hook you up. I told you. Uh, I do not know anything about this stuff. I don't pretend to. Even I got that answer right. And, well, I mean, but you can't tell me what it looks like. It's weird. Well, it Morning after. I still got it right. With Nick and Big J, we have got your headlines. They are coming up next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Everything you need to know. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That may sound familiar because it's a website for Team Miles and Subaru. hey Where you can go for your next newer used car adventure. Everything you need is right there on their website. Inventory, payment calculator, fresh start credit check. Everything is there. Check out GoTeamSaveMoney.com for your next car. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Get it? Life imitates art, and so that's done. Life imitates art. American actor Michael Mundy is not somebody that you're probably very familiar with, but he did play one of the more prominent zombies in a little TV show called The Walking Dead. You ever heard of it? Yeah. And apparently he then bit a woman later on, after the movie. Or in after real the TV life. Show. In, in real, real life. life. Beverly Jackson says the attack happened eight years ago after she met Mundy at a horror convention where he was celebrating his role on The Walking Dead. Mundy then returned to England in 2018, contacted her again. Jackson claims Mundy was initially charming and said that he could get her into movies and then asked if he could stay in her spare bedroom when he was visiting the UK. Jackson says then she fell for him, but that became that then he became more and more verbally abusive over time and then finally bit her like he was a damn zombie. Monday faced jail time in last November after being convicted of assault and was banned from contact with Jackson, so apparently there was proof of it. And that's not very cool. Just because you play one in the TV show doesn't make you a zombie in real life, dude. Yeah, it's uh, from biting people. What are we doing here? Yeah, knock it off, man. Stop it. F minus. Don't like that. Don't like anybody pretending they're a zombie biting no. people. That's how this stuff spreads. 
Get it or so that's done. So that's done. Organizers of a carnival in, the, in a French city announced that they broke the Guinness World Record. When 3,549 people came out dressed just like Smurfs. You know, the three apple high little cartoon characters that you remember from your childhood. The, the mushroom, mushrooms? Oh, yeah. The Starry Moon Carnival in Landernau said that the, those amount of people were counted Saturday night in costumes inspired by the Smurfs. Of course, uh, they were created by Belgian artist Peyo back in 1958 before going on to star in TV and film adaptations across the globe. Photos of the event show participants in blue face paint, blue shirts, or white and red hats. The carnival organizers said they beat the previous record of 2,762 people in Smurf costumes, which was set in Germany of last year. And so, take that. Also, I'll say this. Takes more than a blue shirt to dress up like a Smurf, you understand? You gotta have a yeah. little bit more action going on there. You know, I mean, is his blue face, is that okay? I believe so. I mean, uh, that's not crossing any lines I or anything. I don't think so. I don't think you're insulting any kind you're not of... not insulting people who are suffocating to death? Right. Right. Yeah, no race. It doesn't, It doesn't. you know, any, any kind of race isn't uh, taken aback by that. Because really, uh, the only things that I'm familiar with are Smurfs and the beings from Avatar. And I don't think anybody's really upset about that stuff. Wrap it up with Get It. And if this isn't an indication of the times, I don't know what is, but a UK bar owner named Eddie Chapman is amused by people clearing out supermarket shelves with toilet paper and paper towels as they panic about the coronavirus. So he's filled his claw machine, which usually uh, sits in his arcade with a bunch of stuffed animals in it, and he's filled it with rolls of toilet paper, Big J. He says he did so to spread some cheer in these worrying times. That's and awesome. He hopes his customers will see the funny side of it. And enjoy maybe some toilet paper claw machine action. So, people are still having fun in this day and age, even a little bit. Thank goodness. That's what we need. A little bit of fun. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. It's the morning after with Naked Big J. Let's do X-Rock from the Rival Sons. Shooting Stars is the name of that song here on 100.3. The X-Rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J! Our radio best friend, educate us about real best friends. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, best friends. Uh, can you have more than one, I guess? Now, according to a survey here, uh, it found that the average person believes it takes four years of knowing someone before they can be considered a, quote, best friend, unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, why, why do you disagree with that? I don't know, man. I feel like you, I, that, that to me seems like that's something that depends on the person. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you can have a connection with somebody and instantly go, you know what, that's that's best friend material. I mean, I, I'm not saying it happens overnight, but I'm saying four years is a long-ass time. That's all. Uh, the survey also found that the average respondent says they need to go through four different experiences with a friend before they see them as a best friend, and they have a top ten list, Dick. Murder, burying a body. No. Uh, ten is uh, stay up late or stay up until the early morning hours <laughs> just talking. This sounds like a girlfriend. It sounds like ladies, right? Yeah, ladies. Uh, invite them to every party you throw, 25%. Okay. Uh, text at least once a day, 27%. Mm-hmm. Seven, do something spontaneous together, 28% there. Uh, number six, ask, give advice. Uh, number uh, That's 29%. Number five, showing loyalty, having each other's back. Okay. I think that's important, 32%. Uh, talking on the phone, 33%. Okay. Road trip together. Road trip. Road tripping. 34%. Number two, go on vacation. And number one, go through a traumatic experience. All right. 
that these are for the most part pretty legit. I can say that I think that with my who I think is my best friend, I have done certainly all ten of those. Things. Yeah, no, I don't remember that. Uh, what, what, don't what are you saying? Which? I don't remember. I remember showing loyalty and having each other's backs. That's when did not that true. Happen? First of all, when have we done something spontaneous together? You weren't talking about me is my point. That's right. I was not. Um, let's see. Here's the top ten things people would be willing to do for their best friend. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, number nine, miss work to spend time with them. Yep. Uh, number eight, willing to drive insane amount of hours. Yep. Yep. Uh, take their place in jail. Mm, I don't know. What are they in jail for? Yeah, that's the, that's the real question. <laughs> number six, spend more on a gift than anyone else. I believe you had a, a war with your best friend, right? You we did. You go back and forth? We did. We, we Until ended you got up, married and we, became poor? Yeah, we, we ended up, uh, we tapped out when we uh, when we bought trips, uh, when he bought Packers tickets and I bought flights. I mean, that was like a $600 uh, excursion. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, number five here is the same, stay up all night. Uh, number four, lie for them. Okay. That's I'm trying that's, to think of it. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's depends on what you're. Who I mean, you're I guess to. I would. I don't think I've had to though. Yeah. Uh, number three, keep their secrets. Okay. Number two, travel cross country. That's a given. Mm-hmm. And number one, bail them out of jail. Of course, you have many times. I have many times. Uh, mostly thanks to bar fights, but not a problem. Happy to do it. Money well spent, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So I think those are good uh, steps, and uh, when choosing a best friend, if, if you're gonna, you know, put some sort of. Um, you know, uh, I think goal on it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I don't take umbrage with any of that stuff with the exception of the amount of time it takes for you to do. You could do all these things in a matter of months and feel connected to somebody. Yeah, I could bail somebody out of jail like tomorrow. <laughs> you really could. Just pick somebody off of a website. Hey, bail we're them best out of jail. friends, man. <laughs> How does it feel? What are you talking about? I bail you out of jail. And so I feel like, it, you know, depending on the person, certainly it's a little bit more difficult sometimes to be considered a best friend, but sometimes those connections can happen pretty quick. Especially if you meet them at a young age, I also feel. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. depends on, a lot of these things depend on how old you are. Like, I mean, you know, back in the day when we met our best friends, you were texting every day. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so these are a different world that, that you're in now than you were when maybe you just met them and, and you now consider them your best friend. But either way, best friends are good to have. Agree or disagree, Big G. Oh, yeah. And multiple ones don't hurt either, do they? Nope. And have as many friends as you ha- can because you never know when somebody's not going to bail you out of jail, right? You need a backup. You need a backup best friend. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And a very cool Morning After prize package here. We have tickets to the 48th annual Roadster Show, which is happening at Expo Idaho over the weekend. Uh, uh, David Kindig, who is the host of Bitchin' Rides on Motor Trend TV, will be on hand to sign autographs. Very, very cool. He'll uh, be on our show later this week. Yeah, yeah. That's a, you're right. He will be. Plus, uh, you know, Spider-Man will be there. And Spider-Man? For the kids. Yep. We'll get you set up with tickets to that. Also, tickets to our free egg show, which is happening March 29th at the Knitting Factory. The Blue Stones, everybody, coming to town. Could be a great show, along with Rail Bliss, uh, Stone Profit, and Abrupt Edge opening up. So, looking forward to that. You just need to get uh, get the uh, bad impressions today. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you are going to a couple of events on us, friends. Good morning, the X. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall. Good luck. I tell my watch what time it is. Oh boy, I don't know. You gotta have to keep going. 
When I do push-ups, I'm actually just pushing the earth down. I want to go with Chuck Norris. All right, that's it. Chuck Norris is correct, Marshall. Congratulations. Tickets to the Roadster Show are yours. So are tickets to our next free X show on March 29th, courtesy of Corwin Ford. What was clue three just for fun? The boogeyman checks under the bed for me before he goes to sleep. And why is Chaz Norris in the news? It is Chuck Norris's birthday. Happy birthday, Chuck. Uh, now, uh, because he looks so good, we nobody knows how old Chuck really is. But we know he was born on this day. Uh, I'm Is he in his 80s yet? Yeah, he's 80. Turned 80 today. 80? Yeah, on the nose, huh? Yep. Wow, happy birthday, Chuck. And I think essentially he's retired. Uh, the last uh, appearance he made on TV was the Goldbergs in 2015. So, okay. Um, and, and that's uh, five years ago, yeah, bro. Yeah, other than writing some stuff on uh, some you know some articles and, and uh, <laughs> Republican propaganda. Um, he hasn't been doing a lot. Doesn't he? Now, is, it could be old, but I swear every once in a while I'll come across him still doing like some sort of infomercial for like an exercise Yeah, thing. yeah, absolutely. He, he, uh, he has, I, I, uh, but who knows how old that is? Yeah, yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, he's definitely been just fermenting the beard for a while now, for right, sure. Right, And so it's difficult to tell how long uh, he's been doing that kind of stuff or how, when that stuff was put in the can. But either way, happy birthday, Chuck. Yeah, I mean, what was, you remember the name of that, um... Of the uh, the documentary that was on Netflix uh, for the Canon movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, the, I can't. I, I watched it. I know that. I think it was just called like Canon or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, the Canon story. The, the Canon group. Uh, the, their mo- movies. Just some of the movies that, you know, the legends were born of Chuck Norris. Uh, how terrible they were. And then you go watch him again, and man, some of those movies were so bad. You know, he was in some terrible ones. But he it was, was one of those deals where in the documentary, they were like, they would put Chuck Norris in anything because his movies would make, he, he, first of all, he was cheap. All it cost was, uh, he was the only guy that cost any money, and then they had to blow some stuff up. Like, they, there was a movie where they rented out a neighborhood and blew up actual houses. Yeah, that's for Chuck Invasion Nor- USA. Yeah, there you go. That, that's where uh, they actually made all their money because people love seeing I'll Chuck watch Norris. some of these movies once a year. <laughs> And they are just awful. Oh, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. But they kept us entertained in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, we were dumb kids. Yeah. Tell do we know. Yeah, but we're Americans now because of it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. Wrapping up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> That's the Who with some help from From Ashes to New there in UAUAU on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's how we're going to wrap up this Tuesday show. Hey, thanks for dealing with us, man. We yeah. know. We know, man. Signal's been tough today. Oh. God bless you for dealing with our transmitter issues. God bless our engineering team who's heading up to God knows where to try to repair the problems that have gone wrong in the night and try to get us up and blasting on full strength. Yeah, they were up late and up early. Yep. Uh, There is no uh, job tougher than the engineer that's trying to keep a radio station on the air that doesn't want to be on the air for some reason. And so, uh, thank you for putting up with the uh, static if you're listening over the air. Uh, those of you that are streaming and checking out the app and all that kind of stuff, uh, you're hearing it crystal clear, so we appreciate you tuning in as well. And we're going to get that thing up and running as quickly as we can. So Same with the uh, HD signal. So, if you have uh, an HD radio in your car and maybe you haven't found the X, if you tune over to our sister station, 94.9 The River, and select Channel 2, you will get the HD version of the station. Crystal clear. Ain't no static in that, bro. 
Uh, reminder, if you're looking for a new or used car, check out GoTeamSafeMoney.com. That is Team Mazda Subaru's website. They have everything that you need there for your next new or used car adventure for sure. Uh, Big J is going to give us a movie review tomorrow. We'll have another shot at some tool tickets for your Wednesday, as well as some more tickets to our free X show and Roadster show tickets, too. That should be awesome. Big J, you have the floor, sir. Yeah, I'm in a hurry to get my work done so I get home and play Warzone. What is Warzone? Uh, it's the new Call of Duty free for everybody cross-platform play battle rail. Uh, is it new maps and everything like that? Yeah, it's uh, it, uh, apparently uh, they, they put out a picture today of the map, and it's, it's ginormous, and it's a combination of, uh, I think, some of the classic uh, Modern Warfare maps. All right, so you have yourself some fun. Uh, why don't you give out your gamer tag unless people want to play with you? Uh, yeah, big underscore J underscore X-Man. There you go. That's how you can find him uh, if you're playing Warzone today. We shall see you tomorrow. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Dennis Dillon, Automall, Orchard Street, and the Freeway Meet. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.